The United States seeks a voice in the Paralympic movement. Welcome to the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Around the Rings reporter Kevin Nutley, and today I'm joined by Paralympic champion Muffy Davis. Davis joins us as she begins her campaign to become a member of the International Paralympic Committee Governing Board. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Thanks for having me. No problem. I'm glad to have you on. And you are the first person to be nominated by the United States Olympic Committee to become an IPC board member. Were you approached by the USOC for this, or did you approach them? Um, They put out a call for nominations, and I submitted um, an interest in being nominated. Mm -hmm. So I approached them. What do you hope to achieve as an IPC governing board member? Um, Well, you know, Paralympics has been an important part of my life, gosh, most of my life now. um, And I am very passionate about the athlete-centered part of the movement. And I want to, you know, as a past athlete and an alumni, I want to really try and grow our movement but maintain that athlete-centered focus, um, which I think the Paralympics does a really, really good job of it. All their decisions, knowing that the athletes are the core of this organization, so as we um, as we grow, I think this is going to be kind of a monumental year because it's the first year that Mr. Philip has been president for I think the last twelve years, and he's going to be leaving, and we'll have a new president. So there's going to be a lot of transition. I want I would like to, if elected, um, be able to take the great momentum we've had in growing the Paralympic brand and awareness about the Paralympic movement throughout the world, and continue growing that. A passion of mine also is getting more women involved in the movement, in Paralympic sport, but also in uh, not just as athletes, but as um, officials, as classifiers on different committees and organizations. And keeping that uh, gender equity within the movement is is definitely vital for me. Um, I really want to see us grow in developing countries. So I believe, you know, we have through the International Paralympic Committee, they have the Agitos Foundation, which is the development arm. And I really want to see that grow and the grants that we are able to offer in developing countries. Primarily right now, we really need a lot of focus in Africa um, and growing that and growing the opportunities that athletes and people in those countries have are participating in Paralympic sports. Right. And you mentioned a lot of these proposals in your manifesto. What other things can you do to distinguish yourself from the other 21 candidates seeking one of the 10 uh, board positions? I know the uh, election is September 8th in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. What can you do between now and then to uh, really present your ideas to the whole entirety of the IPC? Well, we're going to reach out to all of the, definitely to all of the voting members and just introduce myself and let them know about my passion and commitment. I think my my record of my years of involvement, not just as an athlete, but on different committees um, in a diverse range, whether it be I started as a member athlete representative on U.S. Ski and Snowboard um, board, and then I evolved into my role as a member for the last eight years on the Women in Sport Committee with the IPC. Um, I'm also on the Union Cyclist International's Paracycling Committee. So I'm in been involved in multiple different um, leadership and committee roles in growing and advancing Paralympic sports. So I want people to know that um, I'm very passionate about the movement and I really, um, I think it's a very important movement and I want to do whatever I can to help grow and evolve and um, bring those benefits to everyone with an impairment throughout the world and, and even those without to, like our mission says, to inspire and excite the world. Right. And we have any kind of uh, opportunity to, you know, have a speech at the uh, IPC elections or just kind of reaching out to each uh, voting member one-on-one? No, we will have um, every um, 
candidate running for a member at large seat will have a seven minute um, presentation in front of the General Assembly and all the voting members. And you're one of uh, actually two people from the United States seeking a position on the IPC board, along with Joe Walsh from the International Blind Sports Association. Um, is that a concern at all, that or a challenge, that having two candidates from the same country, will that make it dif- more difficult for you to become elected? Um, I really support Joe. Joe has been a wonderful mentor to me throughout my evolution in leadership in Paralympic world. I think he um, has so much to offer, and I think we are both great candidates. I hope, and I know that there's definitely the interest in wanting to do um, international equity and getting representation throughout but I hope that the voting members can see that while I've been nominated and while Joe's nominated from the U.S., we are way more international and global in our understanding and awareness of the movement and support. And I think we both would be wonderful assets. Right. You have more than just an American perspective to bring to the table is what you're saying. Exactly. I mean, I think, you know, for me, all of my international work and throughout the years on the whether it be the IPC, Women in Sport Committee, the Union Cyclists, I've done a lot of international committees, and I have seen the different viewpoints, as well as, you know, wanting to build and grow the developing nations. So, yes, yes, I am an American, and yes, I've been nominated by the USSC, but this is an international organization, and we, we need to look at, and I think both Joe and myself will look at and are capable of seeing that international perspective and the need for the international movement. Absolutely. And what does it mean to you to be the the first American nominated by the USOC to become an IPC board member? Um, well, it's it's an immense um, honor. I am not the first American that's been an IPC board member, mm-hmm. but this is the first time that the USOC has been involved in the nominating process. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an honor to follow Ann Cody, who has been a board member on the International Paralympic Committee. I mean, to even just to try and uh, be a representative is wonderful. She's been... Um, for the movement, um, and she's been a great mentor and role model. And, and you mentioned earlier that you know the, the election this September um, brings about a lot of change, particularly as um, Sir Philip Craven ends his 12 years as president. Um, and there's mm-hmm. four nominees to replace him. What are your thoughts on the on the four nominees to become the next president of the IPC? Um, we know I really look forward to getting to know more about each and every one of them. I know a couple of them personally, but not um, so much as what their goals and their aspirations are and their um, ideas for the movement. And um, so I'm looking forward to researching more and, and getting to know each and every one of them um, and see how this goes. I definitely know, you know, uh, Sir Philip has been amazing and it's going to be a hard, uh, hard shoes to fill, but I think that they're all probably going to be wonderful, capable candidates. And I just have to do some more research and get to know more about each and every one of them. Moving on to more of the, you know, some of the issues and concerns facing the Paralympic movement, one of the elephants in the room for the IPC is the current <laughs> Russian suspension. Do you agree mm-hmm. with the IPC steps that were taken at Rio 2016 to ban the Russian team? And do you think a solution could possibly be found before the Pyeongchang 2018 Games next February? Well, I fully support the IPC's decision. Um, I think if we're going to be an athlete-centered organization, um, we need to have fair play and we need to have a zero tolerance policy for abuse in sport and um, I heard in the governing board it is a key concern that they really want to get Russia back in and I would love to see that happen but we have to make sure that we do it the correct way so that it is fair sport and that all athletes are on the same fair playing field. Absolutely and as a Paralympian yourself how did it feel once you heard about the rushing doping offenses that were uncovered by Richard Pound and Richard McLaren? Well as anyone I mean we don't nobody wants cheating know that there's been cheating going on. The hope is is that, but I think 
none of us are naive and know that it's always somewhere going on. Um, I don't think anyone knew at what level it was, and I don't know the specific details of all of it either, but I do know that the IPC is working really hard to make sure that we can keep it as clean and as fair a field to play for all athletes. All right. And another potential issue for the Paralympic movement right now is, as it stands, IPC only has one IOC member that can vote in the Olympic and Paralympic host city election. And the next one is happening at the September session in Lima. Um, Craven's mandate ends right before as the new IPC will be elected and won't be an IOC member yet. Do you think Paralympic leaders should have a larger role in the host city selection? And any concern that the next two Paralympics may be chosen or will be chosen without a vote from the IPC? Um, I definitely think that's an issue that needs to be brought up and considered through the um, governing board. But I also know that our relationship with the IOC is very important. I believe that it's uh, a symbiotic relationship. I believe we benefit each other. And I know that the IOC feels similarly and that they benefit through the Paralympic movement. I really, truly believe that their interests lie in what is best for us. And I do think that they listen um, to the governing board. So um, it's definitely something that is high on the issue and that relationship grows stronger. Right. And there's also been a lot of debate uh, surrounding the classification system in para-sport. What do you think the current classification system gets right and what else can be improved? Well, the new classification code that comes out is um, definitely a, a start in the right, in the correct way. I believe that what the intention is is to make it as fair a field to play again for athletes. Um, and I think the implementation is going to be the next challenge. And so we, as a governing board, you know, have laid out what the rules are, but now it needs to make sure that the management um, gets it right. And so the governing board just needs to make sure they stay on top and make sure that the implementation of this new um, classification code is actually implemented, it is effective, and is working. And that's just going to be constantly being aware um, and keeping up to date and keeping in touch with um the classifiers and the IFs, international federations, as to how this is proceeding, how is it going, and getting feedback and being not being afraid to modify and, and update and make changes as needed. Mm -hmm. And if all goes well this uh, September 8th and you're elected to the IPC <laughs> board, um, how long would you serve and are there any term limits? There are term limits. I believe it's three terms, but I officially... And I have to admit, I'm not as, as firm on that. But um, if elected, I would be elected for this term, and I, I, you have to continuously be elected each four-year cycle. Right. Um, so I would run again, you know, if elected, if nominated by the you, you still have to be nominated again by your NPC. Um, so hopefully, I would, if elected, do a great job, and the USOC would love to support my candidacy again. And um, but you know, that's wow, way down the road. <laughs> we just we got a lot of hurdles to get to before even getting there. And you know, first is Foremost is I just I want to get um, the word out to all of the voting members and everyone my passion and commitment to the movement and to seeing it advance um, for the benefit of athletes with impairments but also for the rest of the world. And uh, any chance we could possibly see your name on the presidential ballot in uh, four to eight years? Oh my God! <laughs> Again, way down the road. I, mean, I it, it would be an immense honor to even start contemplating and considering that. But I have. Uh, I definitely have a lot of work, a lot of learning to do, you know, first just getting elected and then learning um, the system and the ropes. And um, so I think it would be very presumptuous of me <laughs> to even contemplate it right now. But um, Fair enough. <laughs> but I wouldn't rule it out if all goes well and I feel like I've got a good understanding of the system and I think that I could make a positive change, positive impact. Excellent.
And uh, one last final thought you want to leave with uh, the IPC members that might be listening to this um, as we head towards the election. Just that I think we have an amazing movement. I think we have an amazing mission, and I would be honored to be a part of helping to serve and grow um, that in the future. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining joining us today, and uh, best of luck to you in the election. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. All right. And that was Muffy Davis, a seven-time Paralympic medalist, joining us on the latest edition of ATR Radio. Thank you very much for joining us, and have a good day.